Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to Books and Bevies. Oh, how are you? Alive. And you? Also alive. That's where we are. I slept for probably 14 hours last night. Amazing. It was so needed. I feel like I need that all the time. I'm really, I just like, I turned my alarm off and I was like, we're just going to see. We're just going to see when I wake up. I feel like those are the best days when you like fully accept whatever time you wake up is fine. But for some reason... If I have to be somewhere at 9 a.m., struggle, struggle to wake up. I don't set an alarm. Oh, yeah, I'll be up at 6 a.m. That's fine. <laughs> you know, I think this is the one time that I actually did like fully sleep in until like 11. It was good. I'm exhausted. What's your bevy? coffee nice you i want you to guess oh well it's not alcoholic okay i'm thinking halloween so mm, pumpkin spice latte very close do you remember how like i don't know a couple weeks ago i told you that the like uh what was it? The like chocolate cream cold brew or whatever had me in a chokehold. Oh, yes, yes. They now have a pumpkin cream cold brew. Ooh, that, my guess was pretty good, though. Pretty good. Yeah. I had to, you know, keep it festive for the. Even though it still feels like summer. Which is annoying me. I don't love this to be fair, I don't actually know what temperature it is right now um, for you. However, I'm a big summer guy, but I do like winter, obviously. And I don't mind fall, but the in-between of summer and fall, when it's too cold to wear, like, I don't know, just a t-shirt, but it's also I'm going to be sweating if I wear a sweater, is the worst time of year. A hundred percent. Like I've been um, working outside serving at a festival that we've had this last weekend. I was serving at Rifflandia for those who don't know. Um, And like in the day it was so hot, like you had to be in shorts and a tank top, but then like at night 
it was freezing. I had to like layer up pants, sweaters. It was almost time to wear like a jacket. And I was like, it would just be nice if it was like a little cooler during the day. You know what I mean? So that I didn't have to like bring six changes of clothes. Granted, I did work a, like really long shifts. I'm dead inside, like legitimately. I'm so tired. Um, but yeah, do you have a reason for drinking? Um, no. My reason will be it's recruit. And it will be its recruit until I sign a contract. When I sign a contract, then it will no longer be my reason until that point, which is still a long ways away. It's a very long process. It's quite um, long. <laughs> uh, I was going to use another descriptive word and I was like, maybe not. Uh it's, it's a, a very while. long process. It's quite uh, long. long. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a lot. So in a month, in not even in a month, in more than a month, then maybe I'll know. Cool. Nice. I feel like with this podcast, I'm learning that you will have like one reason for drinking for like a very long time. And my life is just so chaotic that my reason changes almost every episode. <laughs> I like that though. It's it's more interesting. Thank you. And what is yours? Um my reason is probably the fact that I'm exhausted. Fair enough. There. I was working at a festival called Rooflandia doing serving, which was like so much fun, but it is like it's just like a lot like even though it is super fun and it's like super worthwhile like I there's like you couldn't pay me to not work at these festivals they're just like good vibes and like I'm kind of working my way up in the company so like I am in charge of like certain things and it's like really yeah it's just like it's very it's a very worthwhile job to have I met Shaq he's a really? huge yeah, he was um, DJing. He was the headliner at one of the. Things. What? I know it wasn't like a. An, <laughs> Honestly, I didn't didn't know Shaq was a DJ. So that's there was a lot of things that just came out right there. Yeah, his uh thing is DJ Diesel. Um, but yeah, obviously it wasn't like a. Oh my god, you're Shaq! It was more like a. I'm working, and he was like asking me questions, and I was like, I will give you the answers while I like break my neck trying to look up at you you giant human being like he was so big it's one of those things where like you know that they're giant dudes but like when you see it in person you're like holy shit yeah you're like maybe over seven feet tall and like big shack yeah the basketball player? Mm. Mm. Who were you thinking of? Your friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, he's a DJ. And then you started talking about how tall he was. And I'm like, 
granted he is taller than us however i don't think he's that tall so there is yeah i was not getting what you were communicating to me however i get that now Shaq, basketball player yeah it wouldn't really be a monumental uh thing if i met my friend who i see often (laughs) Well, I was like, oh, cool. He's at the festival. I thought you were Also, I met him years ago. <laughs> no, but I, I thought you met him at the festival. Like, you just ran oh. into him. And I then you're like, I yeah, he was him. a headlining DJ. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, I met Shaq, the incredibly famous and very large former basketball player for the NBA, who is now... A DJ. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I think you're going to have to go with Shaquille O'Neal or Shaq to refer to our friend. Perfect. Well, I mean, I highly doubt I'm going to be bringing up Shaquille O'Neal in conversation again anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> it's not if like I met do, him friends. Like, <laughs> Yeah, fine. Go with friend Shaq and just Shaq. I'll get that. <laughs> Oh, I was wondering why you were confused. I was like, obviously he's not short. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was like, true, but like his height's not notable. (laughs) And he said seven feet. And I was like, that's, we're definitely thinking about different people right now. I got it though. Mm -hmm. That was on me. Cool. But anyways, back to what I was saying before. Um, It was just really long days. And like outside in the sun corralling drunk people and having to like be it's just you know it was a lot of work and I did three back-to-back 12-hour days and one of them I like one of them was more than 12-hour days but um yesterday they're like this is what actually killed me I was off at like 12 30 ish maybe a bit before that the night before but I was working actually not at Rifflandia the next day. I was working at the stadium that we serve at and I had to wake up at seven and neither of these two places were close to my home. So I like had to commute a very large way. So I didn't get home until like 1 a.m. And then I had to be up at seven and I wanted to die. Having a time. Mm -hmm. And you know how some people are just like so chipper in the mornings? (laughs) uh yes i i had a deep problem with one of our english teachers in high school i think it was 10th grade like a genuine issue because she was so freaking chipper in the morning it was always eight for the record i don't like i don't i'm not a morning person same it's fine if you say good morning Mm -hmm. but when your chipperness is shoved on to me and then you start asking me why I'm being quiet I hate it I hate it too it's like it's one thing to be just like nice in the morning like if you're a morning person do so respectfully (laughs) like I've met plenty of like morning people who are just like they're just awake they're a good time like they're being nice but they do not expect me to be chipper. You know what yeah. I mean? 
And then when it's like an issue, when I'm not reciprocating the chipperness at the crack of dawn, how dare you? <laughs> I, I think the, the real problem was I already hated English class. And that was just like another level to add on to my strong dislike. Um, yeah, that was a big problem for me. And today is a do nothing day, except for record. Obviously. You need those. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to leave my house. Food is getting ordered today. <laughs> no effort. Anyways, so for this episode, our Halloween spooky season slash soup season, we are talking about a, another Stephen King novel. Um, Carrie. This one, honestly, I'm surprised I haven't read it yet because I feel like this is a very prominent book. Mm-hmm. There's a movie about it. There's, but like a, a newer movie about it. Yeah. You know? So I, I, I guess I, it's just the genre I don't normally read. So that's probably why I haven't read it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was glad you picked it. So I finally can say I've read it. Yeah. It's off the list. This is definitely a Sarah book. Like it's all, it's more surprising that I haven't read it. True. But yeah, um, I guess spoiler free thing to say. It's about a teenage girl who develops like telekinetic powers. I feel like a lot of people know what this book is like about so it's like that's actually the funny thing too I didn't know what this book was about I've really? seen scenes of the movie so I I had like clips of what had happened but I had no idea it was about telekinetic powers mm-hmm. so that it was all new to me mm-hmm. there was a prom it's a much shorter read than The Shining and a lot more like fast-paced I found it's I didn't find it like scary though no it wasn't as scary as The Shining was I would like argue this is more of like a thriller like it's more psychological in some ways you know what I mean like it's less like yeah less scary I don't know if I was all that thrilled either (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this book definitely didn't like s- scare me. Fair enough. I think I um yeah maybe part of my issue is I went into this book because I had no idea what what it was about. I assumed it would be Shining esque, mm. so I was thinking it would be another horror book. Mm-hmm. But going through the entire book, it's n- nothing is a surprise really. Yeah, I did kind of like it it has like certain like religious undertones that I think is like supposed to be like the scare factor but yeah no not not scary for me I definitely um I also already watched the movie like I watched it a long ass time ago probably when I was like in high school sometime um I probably watched it when it came out and I wasn't scared by the movie so I didn't expect to be scared by the book 
fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm exhausted. Like, I can't think right now. Like, I don't know anything spoiler free to say. Yeah, I don't have all that much to say about this book either. So I guess what is your uh, overall rating? Um, I feel like I definitely liked it a lot less than The Shining. It was still like a good book. Like it was a good read for me. But I think I'm going to have to give it like an eight. It was like very good, not great. There were some like issues that I had with this book at times. Like, oh, I guess spoiler free, like there are times when it's definitely like a female protagonist written by a man like a very cliche like oh my god okay actually this is not a spoiler at all about the book so I'm just gonna put it in right here something about a dedication in like a horror book is funny to me (laughs) like when the plot is about death and murder and you're like this is for you like what does that mean I laughed about it for a little bit. Honestly, I didn't think about it. That is kind of funny. I like it. Oh, and fair warning, there is some strong language in this book. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, And yeah, if you have like religious trauma, maybe. (laughs) Maybe don't. Maybe, maybe take a look at some triggers. I don't know. But yeah, I'm sticking with an eight. I feel like there were parts of this book that I really, really liked, but parts of this book I really didn't care for. Um, And it wasn't what I was really hoping for, for like spooky season. Like, definitely did not have to put this book in the freezer. Yeah. Um, Honestly, definitely lower than that. I didn't. I didn't dislike this book. It's well written. It's not hard to read, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Like I don't particularly like it at all. So hmm. maybe like a six point five seven. Like it's Ooh. fairly low. Damn. Yeah, I think I would recommend it for like someone who doesn't want to be scared. You know what I mean? Like. I feel like, honestly, this is like, if you were like, I really want to read like something Halloween-y, but I I don't like horror and I don't like fear and like lots of like jump scares or like blood or anything like that, then I would recommend this. You know what I mean? I would be like, this this one like isn't that scary, but it like fits the Halloween vibe. Yeah, fair enough. Um. But I did like the writing and like I liked certain parts of the story like I mean I guess we can get into the spoilers before getting into detail about what I liked and disliked about the book. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm going into it with like a 5 is just like it's perfectly okay. Yeah. That's like middle ground so it's better than okay but hmm yeah. Definitely nothing special for me. So yeah, I might go with a solid 6.5. Solid 6.5. Cool. Yeah. I'm going with like, actually, maybe my rating is like a seven. The more I think about it. Because it is like, yeah, I'm going to go 7.5. Um, 
But have you watched the movie? No. Cool. I have issues in general, I'm learning, with movie adaptations of Stephen King novels. Because, like, early on in the book, it describes Carrie as, like, a frog among swans. She was a chunky girl with pimples on her neck and back and buttocks, her wet hair completely without color. Like, her hair is described as, like, soggy and, like, just in the movie it's fucking chloe grace mortez who's like a skinny blonde beautiful girl and like in the movie they definitely like tried to make her ugly but like not to the extent where like i definitely was surprised with the description in the book of what carrie looked like because i have seen again like movie posters and things Mm -hmm. like that for carrie the movie so it was not knowing it was that actress playing Carrie it was surprising to read the description of what Carrie was meant to look like because it's not at all (laughs) yeah it's very different and it's like like the way she's like described in the book is just like like really unfortunate and I remember having like really bad acne when I was like fucking 11 or something like that so I was like I relate to this like really unfortunate (laughs) appearance relatable content um yeah I feel like this book yeah I don't know especially because it takes place in like like the 70s or 80s when I feel like bullying was much more common like I feel like you and I didn't even... <laughs> back when bullying was okay <laughs> well you know it's like it's like a trope you know I feel yeah, like yeah, it's I just not, I mean, obviously bullying still exists today and it's definitely not okay, but I just feel like bullying, like when I hear about stories of like what happened back then, it was like, oh, like you guys were literally like at each other's throats. Now it's it, like, like, it was overt bullying. Yeah. It was like terrifying. Now it's more like mean subtweets and stuff like that. <laughs> definitely I know you'll want to cut this out but I I just thought yes sometimes it's not it's not so subtle remember when it's like oh no we don't need to talk about how I was bullied in in high school I'm sorry I just thought of that because you're like yeah it's less like direct now and I was like I mean even even then less than like the 80s yeah like it yeah. was very direct and it hurt my feelings but <laughs> it wasn't like you know jumping to the end of the book it wasn't like dumping a bucket of blood on someone yeah that would or like throwing tampons at a poor girl who just got her first period you know fair enough just different vibes different vibes of bullying I kind of like that Carrie isn't like yes she is the villain I get it she murders people (laughs) however the real villain is her mother and I like that there I feel like we've talked about this so many times the origin story of a villain is very important to me Mm -hmm. because I need to know why they're doing the things they're doing or else they're just mean Carrie is not just mean she has 
a very terrible home life. Exactly. Her mother is insane. And so, you know, it, it adds to the story. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts? This was kind of something that I didn't really love about the book. What were your thoughts on like the random inserting of the like various articles and like, I guess, books and stuff like that? Did you like that? Um, I didn't mind it. I guess it was like an easy way to like switch perspectives, I guess. True. Um, but I think it would have been clearer if they were just like character name and then did a chapter from their perspective, character name. Like we we've read books. You like mean like before. Sarah J. Mastas? Yes. And I just felt like this way of doing it with like little news articles, you really had to just <laughs> think a little bit. And you know, I don't like to think when I read. Yeah, I, f- I also found like, I didn't love it because I found it took me out of the story a little bit. Like I didn't necessarily care about a lot of what the articles were saying, like specifically when some of them were talking about like the science behind telekinesis. And I was like, I don't really care because one, I know that this is not real science. (laughs) Like two, I'm just kind of like invested in the story a little bit more. Like, I feel like the only part that I really liked it was for the prom night where you get like the different mm-hmm. perspectives of what happened. So you get carries and then also the rest. Yeah. No, that I was like the only that. part like where the... I was like, we needed that. The rest of the story, you're right though. I was like, mm, mm-hmm. this is unnecessary a little bit. Yeah. Cause it like, especially early on in the book, some of the articles would be like an interview with like Sue, for example, being like, yeah, we really like bullied her. We were really mean to her. And then it's like, yeah, I know I've been reading the past 50 pages of the book. Like, I get it. Like, you don't like, I don't know. I liked, like you said, towards the end where it was like characters giving their accounts to like the police station or like um, even like Sue Snell's book, I guess, was one of the like fake articles that they referenced. And like, that was kind of, cool to hear but like yeah sir sometimes it just like took me out of it a little bit because like I don't need to know the fake science behind telekinesis you know what I mean like just yeah I also a teenager with superpowers and I'm like okay cool (laughs) like the fact that it's such a short book and there's still like significant amounts that I would be like I actually didn't need to read that you can cut that out was a little bit disappointing for me I think Yeah, no, I agree. Like, this could have been a novella. (laughs) Hot take. As we now know, novellas are just short stories with a different length. (laughs) Um, Oh, I do like kind of like the plot line of Carrie being the Antichrist, because I did feel like it gave like a little bit more of an edge. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that was one of the things that I liked about this book. Are you saying Carrie was edgy because she was the Antichrist? (laughs) 
Do you remember that one time I was, I was, I don't remember what we were about to do, but I asked you like what to wear somewhere. And you told me to wear my like cut off shorts. And you were like, because they make you look edgy. Like, and you like touched my shoulder and then you went, ow. Ow. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. I'm assuming it was a concert of some kind. Probably. But um, that just made me think of that, an edgy antichrist. And then I thought of my denim shorts when I was 12. Um, um, maybe, also maybe the reason I liked this book a little bit better is because I have a little bit more of a knowledge about Christianity. So there is a lot of like parallels between like this book and the Bible, which I find like interesting. Mm. so they're like I know you've never read the bible so you probably didn't understand a lot of the references <laughs> that's actually interesting yeah that's true I I picked up on no bible references whatsoever so interesting yeah because I'm pretty sure you would the... like that more mm-hmm. it would make more sense to you mm-hmm. because I'm pretty sure also it's been Many years since I read the Bible, and I was a very small child when I read the Bible. So what did I grasp? Not a lot. But I'm, like, pretty certain that the Antichrist is also supposed to be conceived in the same way that, like, Jesus was, which was, like, a sinless birth. Because, like, Mary essentially just, like, became pregnant without having any sex. Yeah. So... I think that was, like, something that happened potentially in the book. or like Carrie's mom is just crazy and actually did have sex and like you know what I mean like it's just like there's a lot of things that it's like oh is this like a biblical reference or is Carrie's mom just like crazy you know what I mean like it was just very I I thought there was a part in the book where it explicitly says like her mom and whoever Carrie's dad is had sex and that's how they had Carrie maybe maybe I just missed that yeah, I feel like, no, they didn't, no, they didn't have, they did have sex once, but then she miscarried that child. And then um, she thought it was God abolishing the sin of sex, but then Carrie was conceived, but her mom insists that she didn't have any sex to conceive said child. Carrie, okay. Because got it, the got sin it. was no longer abolished. But she was, when she had Carrie, she wanted to kill Carrie when she came out of the womb. But then she Mm -hmm. didn't because she was weak. But then when Carrie started levitating shit, she thought that Carrie was the Antichrist. Got it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's very complex. Yeah. So maybe there's more layers to this book than I realize. And... Maybe if you know biblical references, this book it will be more interesting to you. I also think even like if you are Christian or if you ever have been Christian or if you want to be Christian, who knows? Maybe this book will make a little bit more sense to you. Just because, yeah, there's like a lot of layers when it comes to like references. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because I don't know when this book like when did this book come out copyright in 1974 yeah so 
I feel like my Christian experience was very laissez-faire. Like I didn't go to like, like a Catholic church or anything like that. I don't remember the first church I went to. I feel like if you had like an even more strict Christian upbringing, some of the things in this book will like really make sense to you. Because like, especially if you grew up like say Catholic, like they're a lot more strict. There's so many different versions of Christianity. Yeah, honestly, I got, the themes went right over my head. (laughs) Are you implying that you are not a child of God? (laughs) (laughs) No comment. (laughs) Uh... Also, you know what I thought was like a little bit interesting? The fact that I feel like the book could have easily been written in a way where what actually happened at the prom was a surprise. Like something happened at the prom, something happened at the prom. And then you find out later that like 200 people get murdered, Mm -hmm. but it it's right at the beginning of the story being like, yeah, 200 people died at this event. And then you have read the whole book and you're like, okay, this is how they died at the event. But yeah, I, I would have liked more surprise. Yeah, I was surprised there was no lead up to it. It was just like, this is exactly what happened. We'll tell you later how and why. Yeah, it definitely made the climax a lot less climactic. Like, because again, I watched the movie when I was like, probably when I was small. Um, and so I didn't really remember what happened. Like, I remembered certain things, but um, I it was like page 76 where um, they say that like Carrie White dies. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sad. I was like kind of rooting for her, even though she's like a big murderer. Like, yeah. So like all these like news articles too, in the beginning that you could tell that everyone else is still alive. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, who's alive, you know, who's dead because they're not interviewing him and you know, 200 people get murdered and you're like, yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. I guess to be fair, I don't think I knew that Carrie was going to murder her own mother. True. I think it does say that Carrie's mom dies, but I don't think that we get explicitly that it was a murder from Carrie's. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like, although easy to infer, however, it still it still was a bit of a surprise. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely didn't like that. It was like, oh, this is what's going to happen. And then it, like that, it made me um, kind of expect that more was going to happen at the end to like make me, especially because it's Stephen King. So again, I like thought it was going to be a little bit scarier. So I thought that there was going to be a little bit more layers to what was happening. Yeah, I felt like I was just reading like facts about something that had happened mm-hmm. which is, is not exactly what I like when I read a book so yeah. maybe if that's how you like your books to be structured it would be better for you but mm-hmm. no it just like it wasn't really for me but it was still like it was still well written it was an interesting plot line I haven't heard of the plot before so mm-hmm. it was fine it just wasn't anything to write home about yeah like you and like the 
Tommy, like Tommy Ross's death. Like, I feel like if I didn't like learn that he was going to die, I would have been really upset by his death. You know what I mean? Like if I didn't already know that he was going to die in the way that he did, especially because like Carrie didn't actually kill him. Like he was hit by like a bucket. I feel like that would have had so much more significance if I didn't already know that he was going to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I like Tommy. He, I loved Tommy. Like he was doing it initially because Sue asked him to, but then he was just like a nice person. And I was like, ah, mm-hmm. sweet Tommy. He didn't, he didn't deserve that. Yeah. I just feel like there was a way that we could have gotten like a little bit more of the backstory and like a little bit more of like, cause there's this like article that I'm like talking about where they talk about um, kind of Sue and Tommy and like all of the things. And it's like, his interest included writing poetry and like he was really good at sports and he also got really good grades and I'm like okay well that could have just been like described in the beginning of the book like we could have just like I don't know again like until the end I just really didn't vibe with a lot of the articles because like you just you could have just something about the two of us in particular criticizing Stephen King's writing is so funny to me (laughs) like arguably one of the most successful horror authors and we're like you know what (laughs) this is wrong well no i will say the the shining was like wasn't it a 10 out of 10 for both of us yeah i love the shining so i feel like that's also why we were a little more or i I can't speak for both of us but i feel like that's also why i was a little more disappointed with this book because i feel like the shining was just like so like genuinely frightening like I was genuinely afraid to the point where like I remember reading the book and like I would go like I would like there would be like a jump scare (laughs) in like (laughs) like what like you know what I mean like I remember best to see reading that in public (laughs) (laughs) like you can't tell me that you didn't have that too where like even though it was a book there was like a jump scare at certain times Yeah, I was definitely sweating reading that book. I think the expectation that I had on Carrie because of The Shining was a little bit unfair, maybe. Probably. That probably skews my rating a little bit. But either way, I don't think I would have loved this book in particular. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I also like when I say that, like, um, I don't know, something just something about reading a teenage girl's experience with puberty even though it's a male author like you can kind of tell that it's a male author trying to write about a woman having her first period you know like I feel like yeah I just feel like it would be different if like yeah I don't know man but you know we do often complain about that foreshadowing is like not clear enough for us. <laughs> so this is maybe exactly what we deserved in a book. 200 people will be murdered. Okay. Yeah, we always complain that we're not grasping the foreshadowing. Gets like clear, explicit 
foreshadowing and we're like no too much foreshadowing now it's too direct we are very hard to please apparently oh you know what also there's a part in the book i think it's billy that's humming something about humming in a creepy book or a horror book horror movie humming is maybe the worst thing that you can do. It's horrifying. It's true. But like, or like whistling. Oh, yeah. You know, someone's about to die when someone's whistling. But like in a happy movie, happy book, you're like, oh, he's humming. Like, it's so pleasant. <laughs> I just read that and I was like, hmm. It's ominous. Yeah, I didn't like it. It's like you're fucking calling to attention. Like you, It's like you want to be found somehow by like whatever is out to get you it really does escalate so quickly this book too it's like a very slow lead up to the prom and then the prom it's all pleasant and then all of a sudden people die people get electrocuted <laughs> carrie murders her mother <laughs> like it's everything happens in like 50 pages basically yeah i will say though like just kind of before we get Ugh, I just hated Billy's character, man. Billy might be, I can't tell who the worst character is, but Billy was like evil without context. Like Carrie's mother, there's context for why she is the way she is. Yeah. Billy, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Also didn't love like Carrie's mom, like hurting herself. That mental imagery that like I didn't love, I did not like that. Yeah, I feel like I don't know, I don't know how to describe this book. Like it wasn't really horror, it wasn't really thriller, it was just like creepy at times. Like it was just like unsettling. Yeah, it was just uncomfortable. I feel like if there wasn't the telekinetic aspect to the book, it would be more unsettling to me because then it could be like a real story. Whereas that kind of added like a layer of, oh, it's not true, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. You sound surprised that you agree with me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God, a good point. (laughs) Was that a good point? (laughs) Thank you. I want to think about that for the rest of the day. (laughs) i think i was trying to multitask and read i do have a question for you do you like olives no okay me either that means my question will go unanswered um but there's like a point in the book where carrie's mom like this is the slowest sentence. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> I lose my mind. What? Maybe I just won't say it ever anymore. No, now I need to know. <laughs> I think it was when Carrie's mom was like, trying like preparing to kill Carrie was like getting the knife 
and everything like that. And then she says, or she doesn't say, but it says in the book, in her mouth, she tasted olives. And I was just wondering what the significance of that was. Because I don't know. Oh. I'm going to Google it because that's. I just assumed it was like a gross taste. And that's what Stephen King was trying to get across. But you're right. People do like olives. So maybe I'm wrong. Oh. Maybe I'm reading too far into this, so I could be very wrong. But based on a very light Google search. Okay. The olive branch is like a symbol of peace in the Bible, right? Oh. So maybe in murdering Carrie, she's like, I taste olives because she's finding peace and murdering her finally. Potentially. Wow, look at you go. That could be it. I could be incredibly wrong. Maybe she had like an olive sandwich earlier in the day. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking also like, aren't olives like a little bitter? Like maybe she had like a bitter taste in her mouth and then... Yeah, maybe. Or it's like a bittersweet feeling where like maybe it's a bit of both where like she's feeling bittersweet because she want she wanted to kill Car- Carrie like ever since she was literally three seconds old. And so like she's going to f- have a sense of like inner peace, but there's like a bitterness to it because she's been a mom for so long. Yeah, every time I try an olive, I don't really think of the bittersweet flavors of the olive. It's more of a, ah, uh, I regret that. <laughs> and then move on (laughs) I try one genuinely every year to see if I'll like it because I I, it's something I wish I could like but I cannot get into olives maybe maybe in another 10 years I will learn to appreciate them maybe I don't think I'm going to no I hate them so much but I love I like- pickles and I feel like they're the same genre of you hate or love. I love pickles, man. Hate olives. Hate them so much. Like it does- oh, some people it. like are like, oh, well, have you tried like this type of olive? And I'm like, it's still an olive. Yeah, it's it's the only food that I like flat out dislike like I don't think I can put it in something and would enjoy it whereas like other things that I don't like as much like it's fine I'll still eat it olives is a hard one for me however would I eat a plate of olives to be polite because I'm too uncomfortable to say anything yes I would oh 100 percent. I will eat anything that someone gives me I think I remember like going to your home one time and trying like Japanese food, like actual Japanese food for the first time. And it was so weird to me. It wasn't like gross, but I didn't like love it. You always ate rice and soy sauce at my house. (laughs) Yeah. Because you guys had like just so many varieties of food that I'd never seen before. I remember. Now I love it, but it took me like, it took me many years to like get used to the flavors because I was used to like, like bread and butter sometimes I had pasta with butter honestly butter noodles butter noodles are amazing but yeah I feel like there's like a lot of 
just like again this is like a little bit of a side note but there's definitely like a lot of references to like scripture from the bible like if thine right eye offend offend thee pluck it out like Mm. that's like a see i just assumed these were like interesting ways to say things (laughs) i didn't know they were like a reference to something all right, guys, uh, comment on our newest Instagram if you want us to read the Bible in one of our um, <laughs> That's the longest. Isn't it so long? Oh, yeah. I wonder how many pages it is. Let's see. It's a lot of pages. And most of it is very dull. Around 1,200 pages. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty long. I will not be reading that. However, it is nice to know that the wording and themes in this book relate they have a purpose (laughs) yeah they have a purpose I just happened to miss all of it um but like it didn't take away from the story I think like it was still still made full sense to me so yeah I feel like it just added things for me yeah whereas like it didn't really take away anything for you another thing that I found kind of cool was that like when Carrie was at her like peak and like powers her like telekinesis kind of like bled into other people if that makes sense like she was so powerful that like even though no one was there everyone knew it was Carrie which I thought was super fucking cool and like they were hearing just like Carrie 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 in their like brains and like yeah because everyone was like how'd you know it was her and they're like we just knew yeah and like especially like Sue when she's like is Tommy dead it's like how did she know it because Carrie was like fucking bleeding just like raw power out into the fucking atmosphere I liked that I do think that like Stephen King like does have a really interesting way of like writing certain like types of scary things where like it's so um like understood stated in a way but we knew that like we know what it is you know what I mean but he's not like explicitly saying like oh Carrie was so powerful that like stop looking at me like that I'm tired no I just I I feel like that's just like a really long way of saying he's he's good at writing (laughs) I'm like yeah this this very famous author I would also consider him to be good at writing stop making fun of me <laughs> uh, no I love like it bullied. I'm sorry you're right I will let you finish your point I'm sorry no I don't want to anymore <laughs> making me feel dumb <laughs> no I don't even know where I was going with that just, <laughs> just leave it. Was it one of those Michael Scott sentences? Leave me alone. <laughs> You're doing so I'm well. I'm very attacked. I have a lot of energy because I'm very well rested. So I am not well rested. So <laughs> clearly. Uh, I kind of almost expected Carrie's mom to live. Because we knew that Carrie, or not like live, but I thought that Carrie's mom would like succeed in killing Carrie and then Carrie's mom would die like, I don't know, of natural causes later in life or some shit. Or maybe she would like unalive herself or something. 
that's kind of because again I didn't really remember the movie um, yeah but like we knew that Carrie died so when Carrie's mom was like about to stab her I was like oh I think this is how Carrie dies which I mean technically it is but I thought it was going to be more swift that's my point yeah, I feel like a lot of the points that I had you wouldn't get because they're references to scripture <laughs> Yeah, I'm the wrong person to be talking about that with. Oh, I did feel bad for Sue having a miscarriage. Yes, that is sad. However, I hated her. You hated her? Sue? Sue? Yeah. Why? She just was not very nice. Sue? Am I thinking of the wrong character right now? I think so. Are you thinking of, like, Christy? Christy's, like, the bully. Oh, yeah. Like, the one with Billy? Yeah. Is that Christy? Yeah. Sue is the one with Tommy, who got Tommy to take Carrie to the... Um, You know what? I still didn't love Sue. She was I didn't love her, but I didn't, like, hate her. I thought she was just, like, annoying yeah but not like a hate she got breezed past how mean they were to carrie also she's like yeah we bullied her moving past that it's true didn't didn't love that vibe either whereas at least billy and christy christy chrissy chrissy no idea um like at least they were mean and were aware they were horribly mean because mm-hmm. I feel like Sue was like mean, but also like, oh, I'm not that mean, you know? That was the vibe I was getting. Didn't love that. Yeah. For me, it was like, I feel like Sue wasn't actually that bad, but I feel like she was very much in that like mob mentality. But then like just kind of backed off because she got in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if she didn't get in trouble, it the vibes would be different. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, she doesn't accept that she's a mean person. Like, she was just like, oh, no, it's just, it was just the situation. Like, it happened. I'm like, no, that was actually terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, still sad for uh, Sue. Especially because it was, like, Tommy's kid, and then Tommy dies, and then she loses his kid in, like, the span of, like, a couple hours. Like, and obviously, yeah. I don't know if she was, like, planning on keeping the kid, but I would assume that, like, the reason she was very upset about having a miscarriage is because she would have kept the kid. Yeah, because of, you know, Tommy's death. Tommy's living memory. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, that was sad. But yeah, no, I will die on the hill that like, if you're going to be a bitch, like, own up to it. Those are the worst mean people. Mean people that don't are like, maybe not just don't accept it, but like, are not aware that they're mean. Right? Are worse. Like, just have some self-awareness, man. Any yeah, like, level. Not not my job to tell you that you're being mean. Right? <laughs> okay, well, that's all I've got, really, for the book. Yeah, I don't really have much to say. Do you have a, a favorite character? Obviously, it's Tommy. Also, Carrie, like, a little bit. Just because I felt, like, bad, and she was kind of a badass towards the end. You know what? I love I did an unhinged like, character. <laughs> I did like the principal a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
uh, first standing up to the lawyer dad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess probably Tommy too. He was nice. Uh-huh. Do you have any favorite quotes? I actually do. I have like three. One of them's funny, one of them's deep, and the other one is just like, eh, maybe it's also a little bit funny. Okay, mine are no, not funny or deep or anything. Okay. It's just, I thought it was a very interesting, well-written line. Billy's cigarette winked fitfully in the dark like the eye of an uneasy demon. Ooh. There's some imagery in there. <laughs> I thought it was a very interesting way to describe a cigarette. Hmm. Um, I, the first one, the one that's like kind of deep is from Sue and she says, but sorry is the Kool-Aid of humans, um, of human emotions. It's what you say when you spill a cup of coffee or throw a gutter ball when you're bowling and with the girls in the league, true sorrow is as rare as true love. Like for me, I'm going to have to agree with that. Like, I don't know. I have been doing a lot of like on a deep dive with like psychology stuff lately. And apparently like you shouldn't really say that you're sorry to people. Like if they tell you that something bad is happening in their life because it like puts you above them in a sense. We did have a, um, oh, you might've been in this too. It was in high school where like the, we, we were taught self-defense and then we were separated out and then they were teaching us about how much we say sorry. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't really hear my accent as Canadian all the time, but the way I just said sorry, I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it there. Um, but uh, yeah, the woman who was teaching us was basically giving us different she was british right i think so but then we started we took it way out of context so then someone would like run into something and you'd be like i'm not sorry for that (laughs) and it like totally took away from the lesson because we were obviously uh young teens not paying much attention but i feel like the general sentiment was the same as what you're saying right now Yeah, yeah yeah Um, and then the other one that are, I'll tell you my next one. And, Cause the last one is like my favorite quote ever, but, um, in the end of the book, this is just something that I found interesting. This is one of the few articles that I really enjoyed, but they were like, it's called, um, slang terms explained a parent's guide, whatever. Um, and it says to rip off a carry which means to cause either violence or destruction, mayhem, confusion, or to commit arson. And I just thought that was so funny. To cause confusion or to commit arson. (laughs) Which one was it? To rip off a carry. But then like my favorite quote, just like ever, like this is probably one of my favorite quotes from like most books is, your pimples are the Lord's way of chastising you. Now eat your pie. 
if I was told that as a teenager, <laughs> I would not recover emotionally. I mean, I don't think Carrie did. <laughs> That's true. She didn't murder her mother. <laughs> and 200 other people. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of all I got. Well, if you want to follow us on social media, it's not. We got to introduce the next book. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) You know what it is. (laughs) I actually don't. I need to look up the title. (laughs) Sarah J. Mass, Queen of Shadows. The fifth book? Maybe it's the ninth. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's the ninth. Of the Assassin's Blade series. Mm-hmm. And that will be our next book. I am excited. Me too. I Except- already started it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've started it, but I'm not far into it because I have been working so much. But I have a lot of time off now. So you bet your ass I'm going to be finishing that book real quick. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm only a few chapters in. Mm -hmm. And if you want to follow us on social media, it's at BookBevies on Instagram and Twitter. And our Gmail is BookBevies at gmail.com for longer email inquiries. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening. listening. (laughs) Bye. That was gross. You just got to accept it and move on. Yep. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.